and a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Queen City X has a major agricultural component and a look at grain markets for the new crop. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy. 30% chance of showers with risk of a thunderstorm today and tonight. Wind southeast 30 gusting to 50. The high today 28. The low 16. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 30, the low 16. Thursday, sunny, the high 31. 60% chance of evening showers Thursday, the low 15. Friday, sunny, the high 30, the low 17. Saturday, sunny, the high 30, the low 13. Sunday, sunny, the high 26, the low 13. Monday, sunny skies, the high near 25. Normal high is 26, the normal low is 11. The sun rose at 523 this morning, it sets at 8.47 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is yellow grass at 29 today. The cold spot, Uranium City, way far north at 17. On the roundup, Estevan is 26, Saskatoon 23, Swift Current 25, Weyburn 26, Yorkton is 24. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 27, that's 81 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south-southeast at 28, gusting to 39. Humidity is 44%, the barometer dropping 101.4. Partly cloudy in Moose Jaw, 28. Winds are from the south-southeast at 33, gusting to 46. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 27. That's 81 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. The Queen City Exhibition opens tomorrow in Regina with a major agricultural component. The fair's manager of major events, Chelsea Galloway, says there will be different events for every day of the fair starting tomorrow. What we really wanted to do is bring a piece of agriculture into, you know, an urban fair. And so we've done a number of different things to incorporate that back into the Queen City X. And it's been a quite a few years since we've had a big agricultural presence at our fair. So one of the things that we've done is partner with the Canadian Agricultural Partnership and the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture um, to kind of bring this to life. So we have the uh, Pile of Bones Rodeo is kind of our big signature event that's really going to have a focus on um agriculture and rodeo life um, and that's going to run Friday, Saturday and Sunday in the Brand Centre from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. On top of the rodeo you also have some other farm events. Tell me what happens uh, Wednesday, the opening day of the fair. For sure. So we partnered with Canadian and Western Agribition to develop some daytime programming in the Brand Centre. So uh, Wednesday through Saturday they're going to be featuring different programs. So the first one will be horsepower, and that's going to take place Wednesday at 12.30 in the Brent Centre, and that's where horses are going to be guided through a course to test the skills of both the horses and the drivers. So it'll be a great spectator event. What about Thursday? Um, Thursday, we have Wild and Wooly. So that, again, is at 12.30, um, and that's going to feature alpacas and a number of different animals. Kids are going to be able to get up close, down on the dirt with them, and lead them through an obstacle course and kind of learn um, exactly how an alpaca works on a farm. Friday? Friday is behind the shoots, so that is our day to get people behind the scenes with the rodeo um, and also kind of learn about modern agriculture and how all that works together. Saturday's event? 
Saturday is Wild West, so this one's going to be really cool. So we've got mounted shooting competition, as well as we'll have the opportunity to watch a cowboy transform a wild horse to a willing partner and accept a saddle um, and ride it for the first time. And these are all in the afternoon, starting around 12.30, 1 o'clock, and going right yeah. till about 3.30? Yeah, 12.30 in the Brand Center, Wednesday through Saturday. There'll be lots of different activities hosted by Agribition. You've also got some agricultural exhibits for kids. Tell me about those. We do. So people should make sure that they check out the farm, and that is located in the International Trade Center. So this space is set up with a number of different activities for kids and families to participate. We have Old McDill's Petting Zoo. We have the Sunflower Saddle Ranch, which features really cool farm characters and different ways for kids to learn about life on the farm. We've got the Magic Bean Show. We've got Mosaic Safety Display. The Saskatchewan Association of Agricultural Societies is also going to be on hand with a booth teaching kids about life on the farm. And so really our focus in that area is safety, food, and livestock on the farm and educating everybody about those elements while still being able to have some fun at the Queen City X. And that includes a pedal tractor pull? It does. There's a kids' pedal tractor pull, which is pretty cool. So kids will have the chance to sign up and they will be able to race on these tractors. And an inflatable corn maze? Yeah, people can test their skills wandering through that maze. It'll also be set up in that area. Chelsea Galloway is the Queen City Exhibition's Manager of Major Events. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the REMAX Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Details of a prairie-wide crop tour will be discussed at a farm meeting in Regina on Thursday. FarmLink Marketing Solutions Senior Market Analyst Neil Townsend says all farmers are invited to hear the results and an analysis. The crop tour converges on Regina on Thursday and at 10 a.m. at the Royal Hotel at 4025 Albert Street, uh, we're going to have a seminar where we present the results. Uh, so we're going to give the results of our crop tour, some estimations, and we're also going to have some guest speakers, including uh, Lackey Stevens from Lackstock Consulting in Australia, and also Drew Lerner from uh, the World Weather Inc. Uh, company. And now is this free for any farmer? Totally free for anybody who wants to come. I mean, we would encourage them to go to the grainworld.ca, grainworldconference.ca website and sign up for it. But otherwise, just come down there. There's going to be a lunch provided and uh, no cost whatsoever. So what time does this start on Thursday? starts at 10 a.m. at the uh, Royal Hotel in, uh, I think it used to be called the Royal Executive Hotel. They've changed the name recently, uh, on uh, South Albert Street. So what are you expecting to get from this crop tour? Well, we're just trying to, you know, one of the big things that we're trying to do is just to put some information out there about what the 2019 crop looks like, uh, kind of iterate the estimations on the yield. So we're just trying to get a picture of uh, what's happening out there and what to expect. I mean, there's been a lot of variable weather this year, started off with uh, lots of concerns about drought, particularly between the areas of Regina and Saskatoon, kind of extending to the two borders, the Manitobans and Alberta. Uh, and so, you know, we have a lot of teams coming, uh, multiple teams from Saskatoon, four teams from Manitoba, a couple teams from Alberta, uh, some other lo more localized tours. And we're just trying to see, you know, what what has happened to the crop? How does it look? And, and what we're hearing right now is, you know, fairly OK, but uh, lots of variability. It's a dry in Manitoba. So we're seeing some impact of the dryness in Manitoba. And we're seeing much improvement in parts of Saskatchewan that we uh, previously had, uh, you know, big concerns with. Now, of course, you know, this is uh, in general. I mean, every specific farm and every specific field is a little different. So we're not we're not particularly talking about any specific farmer's field here. Just a general impression. Now, we've talked many times, you market analyst, 
what's happening with markets? Uh, everybody's wondering what's going to happen with new crop prices. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like we've got sort of a, a duality in the world right now. On the one hand, we have concern about the U.S. Corn Belt, and we have, you know, they've had very, very trying uh, planting conditions in the, in the U.S., and uh, you know, there's maybe some optimism around some prices based on what might ultimately come out of the U.S. corn crop. You know, we've heard numbers as low as 12.5 billion bushels, which would, you know, really uh, be a, a tight crop for them. Unfortunately, the uh, other side of the coin is uh, the fact that the world in general seems to have, uh, you know, heavy stockpiles and is having a relatively successful uh, production season. I mean, there's already talk uh, today that, you know, for example, Argentina might have a record wheat export program in 2019-20 uh, and, and just little details like that have really put the uh, you know like the upward momentum on prices is pretty stifled and of course you know overriding everything is just like a political environment that is not really uh, favorable for agriculture right now and Canada's kind of right square you know you know, facing uh, obstacles right uh, right away with China and then, you know, still have some issues maybe with India. So the politics don't look uh, too favorable for higher prices either. So let's look at a few prices. What prices are you forecasting new crop for wheat and canola, two of the key crops? Yeah, and I would say that, you know, for wheat, I mean, uh, we're probably around the, the 650 to 675 range, uh, like, um, you know, at the elevator. Um, and again, just... Uh, you know, some of it will depend on what the quality is. I mean, one thing I'd say is the United States uh, hard red winter wheat crop had, uh, you know, big yield but low quality. And there is a little bit of a gap there potentially that uh, some room for uh, higher protein wheats to move down to the U.S. to just compensate for that. So I'd say that if, you know, the Canadian crop came in with uh, good protein, we could probably sustain maybe to the higher range that uh, price. But if we come in with like, you know, if there's a lot of rain or something that adversely impacts the uh, protein levels and in Canada, we might see towards the lower range of those prices as in terms of kind of the, the better prices you can see this year. For canola, I mean, again, I mean, so much depends. I'd say there's a lot of variability with canola, but I mean, we're looking at, again, 950 to 975. I mean, the, not a lot of um, upside there. There's, there's two uh, barriers for higher prices, sustained higher prices for canola. One would be the China issue with Canada. And the second issue is just a global glut of oil seeds led by the United States. And that's the thing, like, farmers really have to be cognizant of all the talk and all the chatter about the hardship in the U.S. Corn Belt. And, and yes, definitely, like, the soybeans don't look great there. But, I mean, they've never had, you know, ending the 2018-19 marketing year, like, looking at, like, 900 million-plus bushels of soybeans. And, and that's the one thing is the U.S., I mean, uh, if you, you know, obviously, if they have smaller crops, they have to cut the demand usage. But they're already the highest price uh, you know, corn and soybeans and wheat. So they're not getting, gaining any market share. So it's fairly easy when you're already the highest price to, to cut your, uh, your usage uh, because they're just not going to export high volumes. And that's the one thing is like Canada, yes, will face less competition maybe from the U.S. because they're priced out on some, some items, but globally there's a lot of competition. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. With the midsummer heat in full swing, bodies of water in Saskatchewan are more susceptible to blue-green algae blooms. The blooms usually give the water a pea soup type look and can be blue-green, bright blue, green or tan in color. They're naturally occurring and are not the result of water pollution. Ron Podbelski with the Water Security Agency says it's not safe to swim in or drink water that has blue-green algae in it. It can cause a number of unpleasant conditions, red skin, uh, sore throat, cramps or diarrhea. 
Uh, obviously, we do not ever want you to drink that water too as well. So if you have any concerns that you have been in contact with blue-green algae, please uh, get in contact with a health provider as soon as possible. But Belsky says if you have any of these symptoms, call the health line at 811 or contact your health care provider. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell $2 at $400.72. Oats dropped $0.95 cents at $158.74. Number one red spring wheat went down $0.89 cents at $221.83. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 239.51. Feed barley, 187.63. Flax, $480.22. Yellow peas, 226.54. Feed wheat, $180.81. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, September spring wheat is down 2.5 cents at 5.30 a bushel. Back in a moment. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And the Foam Lake Recreation Combine Lotto. Call 1-888-453-1998 for your ticket. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Cow market was active in Swift Current this week, an 88 and a half. Average, we did have some super hard cows trade up as high as a dollar a pound. Certainly, that is quite a bit stronger. However, the quality of the cows was exceptional. Weigh condition was very, very good. Uh, I did notice throughout some of the rest of the country through the week, their cow market maybe wasn't quite as high as ours. Uh, Maybe we just had a good fortunate week. But certainly it was active. The bull market tops at a buck twenty-five per pound. Uh, the average at dollar six. Some of those battle-weary bulls coming out of the breeding pasture got down as low as fifty cents per pound. On the DLMS Internet Network, thousand-pound steers at a dollar eighty-six to one eighty-eight. That's sure boding a lot better than it did not all that long ago. Again, receipts are light right now. We're into haying season. Thank goodness for the rain, and we do have the hay. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,600 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 185 to $200 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 heads, selling in a range of 188 to $208 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up sharply, and forward contract prices are trading lower this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up 13 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3159. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.88 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets continue to climb higher, with national and Iowa southern Minnesota regions up $1.45 and 334 U.S. 100 weight, respectively. While the national region has not yet breached historical highs for this marketing week, the Western Corn Belt has and is tracking to set a record for the week if the current upward trend holds. Futures market watchers have been looking very closely at the weekly export sales report for direction. Last week, China took a smaller than hoped for delivery of 1,100 metric tons of previously committed pork, which was coincidentally about the same time the futures market started to trend lower. New commitments from China came in at 9,400 metric tons, which, while good, was still lower than expectations considering the estimated pork loss due to ASF in the region. Overall, global net sales were down 3% from the rolling four-week average. And the outlook today, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm, wind southeast 30 gusting to 50, the high today 28, the low 16. 
Sunny tomorrow, the high 30, the low 16. In Regina, cloudy 27, that's 81 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.